Hey girl, hey! I am coming to you in my new bedroom at my desk. I'm so excited. It's so nice and the sun is shining and I'm here. I'm all moved in and settled in and this is the main reason for this podcast today because I want to share with you a way to release seasons in your life when you're in transition because sometimes it brings joy, sometimes it brings sadness, grief, excitement, fear, and all the above. And so I really want to walk you through a process that I did and that I'm going to do here for you to help you as you transition during different seasons of your life, whether it be something that you're really looking forward to and you're excited about and that you planned, or if it's something that's maybe out of your control and it just had to happen or this was just the process. So you can walk through that with peace and freedom. And I hope you're doing well. Just wanted to say, hey, I hope everything's going well. I hope you've been enjoying the re-airs and the interview. And I look forward to rocking and rolling through summer. I know if you're like me, your kids are just right around the corner. School's about to start and then we're heading into fall. So if you have any questions, if you have the desire to really get control of your drinking, really go deeper and begin to transform your life, then I have one spot left starting in August for one-on-one coaching. Just email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Talk to you soon. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. So I wanted to start out with the verse because what came to me first when I wanted to record this for you was that idea of there's a season and a time for everything. And I was like, that's what came to my spirit. And then I was like, oh, that's in the Bible. (laughs) So let's just go there first and just kind of talk about that, the realness and the reality of it. It's in the Old Testament and Ecclesiastes. And I just kind of typed in the search and wanted just to read this out for you. Ecclesiastes 3 says, a time for everything. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, 
a time for war and a time for peace. How beautiful is that? And it just brings me back to the reality of this journey, this human experience that we have. And if you're human, then you feel all of these, right? (laughs) I don't think there's any aliens listening in here. Um, If you're completely human, then this is it. And what happens with us, before I go into the, the topic of this episode, I just feel led to share what happens with those of us who choose to drink and cope. Obviously, this is the podcast around drinking, although we cope in other many different ways, and we've talked about that as well. When we've been coping, then we press down these experiences of these emotions, and they begin to cause some serious issues inside of our body. Our body is not able to heal when there's this this deep wounding and this pressure, this what I call recycled emotions that just we just keep churning and pushing down. And it clearly says here, like, for everything, there's a season. And a season can mean very like a short few hours. It could mean a day. It could mean a month. But what I want to share with you, it could be six months. Who knows? When we say the word season, who knows? But there is time for all of these things. And if we're spending so much time really either only focusing on the the good, the positive, that can become dangerous because then we're not sitting in the reality of that we need to allow ourselves to, to process and grieve. Or if we're on the other extreme and we're also looking at all the negatives and what went wrong and the sadness, then that's when depression can set in, right? And so I love that this whole, I just feel like this, like the scales, so to speak, I can see how you, you know, you see these scales kind of back and forth. They go up and down and up and down and side to side. And that is the seasons as the time to do one thing and a time to do another. So as I said before, I'm in a new place. It's great. I love it here. I'm happy about this new season that I'm in. This transition has been a lot smoother for me because of this newer practice that I have created and spending time in some intentional reflection of gratitude and prayer and just appreciation for the season that I'm coming out of. As this relates to the house, this is really what I'm intentionally focusing on right now is changing my physical environment from where I was to where I am now. Okay, there's definitely more things involved, but this is huge when you're moving because we move for so many different reasons. So I've moved many times and for different reasons. Like I was super independent when I was young. So I moved out of my my parents' home to have my own place. And then I had some roommates for a while. I moved into an apartment when I was younger. And then I bought my first house when I was 21. It was just a sweet little house. Now it's probably, there's no telling how much that house is worth because of the location now (laughs) in the downtown Greenville area. And, um, I've had different houses. You know, we had a sweet little house when Talon came along and then we didn't have enough bedrooms. And so we moved. So there's different reasons. And I'm someone that I don't really mind moving. I think it's because I like, I like newness. I like new clean spaces. I'm really one of those people who I love to purge and declutter and get rid of things that I haven't used in a while or maybe things that I've kind of shoved in the attic or whatever, I really, really don't mind. It's hard. It's physical work. It takes a lot of time to move. 
but it really doesn't bother me. And, but I know that some of you don't ever, ever, ever want to (laughs) move. I've heard this from some of my friends, some of my clients at the salon, like, oh my God, I hope I never have to move. I've been in this house 25 years. There's no telling what's in the attic and in the basement and all these things, which is totally cool, right? It's, it creates this like, this change and this maybe like this anxiety and fear, just thinking about changing, And none of it's right or wrong. None of it's good or bad. We all have a different outlook on this process. But what I do know is that sometimes when we make shifts and moves in our life, it can create a sense of grief. This whole like attachment that we have to someone or something. And I believe it's super important that we release this. This is just another part of this this development, this growth, this healing process as a woman, as an adult, as a human. Anyone can do this, even my children. You know, I I even mentioned this to them when I told them that I was doing this, if they felt like they, they need to have their own experience. Because you never know, like just because I don't mind moving. I've heard several comments like, I think it was um, my youngest daughter was like, I can't believe I'm only 12 and I've moved three times or whatever. I can't even remember. It's that I've moved a lot more than all of them, obviously, even before I had them. But, and it was just kind of their idea and things that they hear, because I think a lot of times you hear, oh my God, moving is so hard. And, you know, there's this idea sometimes that people really, really get attached to a home emotionally as well. And it's like, the childhood home. I never want to move out of my childhood home and I want to stay there forever. And that is that, like I said, that is okay. That's just not me. I don't get attached. I'm more like where are my people at, right? I want to be with my people. I do like new spaces and things like that. So just know that even if you're going through a season of change and this is a process you can do, you can maybe even create a simple one for your family members, your children, And just share this with them if you kind of are in the same situation. It's because I want you to do this for what what really feels true to you, okay? So you can do this in writing in your journal. You can actually write a letter, especially if there's some, some things that you may want to release that are pretty emotional, pretty private, maybe vulnerable. Write it on notebook paper and rip it up. It's the release and the process of the writing that will open up and create the healing, okay? You can do a voice memo. If you're someone who, like me, is love, prefers to talk, I do voice memos to my coach, to my um, VA, to all my friends. I mean, like, that's just what I do, and I can get a lot more information in. Sometimes I'll record things for me if a thought comes up or something I'm going through, because that's how I verbally process that is how I heal. I do journal. Yes, I do. I've, you know, I share with you that, but my journaling is very, it's not, it's, I guess you would say it was sporadic. Like I'll have a couple of days and then I will skip a couple of days and I'll have a couple of days and then I'll go in with real intention and I'll really be maybe doing whether it's my quiet time or something like that, or I'll just scribble, scrabble kind of my thoughts and feelings for the day. But I verbally process. That's huge to know that about yourself. What works best for you? This is your process, okay? 
Or if you don't want to record it anywhere, you can record and delete or, and listen to it if you want. Or, or don't. Just create a space, a time, privately, where you feel completely free to talk. Like walk through. So we're going to use the house as the example right now. But know that you can use this in any situation. Speak it out loud. Okay? Drawing. Art. Creating some piece of art that is inspiring to you based on the emotions you're feeling about this house or this transition. That's a great way to do it too. So for me, I chose to write some notes and then I'm choosing to verbalize it here. So I'm just going to share with you some things that I wrote that I'm feeling about my transition. First, I would just want to share I was full of gratitude for this house. There's a lot of reasons why it meant a lot to me. I was so grateful that the house was a safe place during the pandemic. It felt very safe. We have a beautiful cul-de-sac, a large backyard with green and big trees. I was so grateful for the pool that I was able to install during that time for my children to enjoy since there was so much time at home and you know, we weren't able to really go anywhere. And if they had a public pool, we wouldn't have been able to use it in the neighborhood. That was so precious to me when I really sat down. I thought, oh my goodness, because we had moved in there very short time. We haven't been there long. And um, end of 2019 till now, July of 2022. What a beautiful expression to be able to go, oh my gosh, this house was the safe place during that time. You know, I got to paint some rooms and spend some time with the kids. It was just a really sweet memory. And here's one that I think you guys are going to love that really hit home when it came down to me. This was the first house where there was no alcohol present ever. Isn't that cool? So maybe, maybe my husband had a cider or something in there, which who cares? Because I've been alcohol free as of August 8th, which is next month for four years. So huh, what's the deal? How does this timeline line up? Well, I have been in an apartment before when we sold our other house that we transitioned to this one in. We had a, some time in an apartment for a little while. And so it was just God's beautiful time. And in 2019 that he gave us this house and because right around the corner, COVID hit and the pandemic came, right? And so I, I remember thinking, if I'd have been in an apartment, especially those apartments, just the way they were kind of set up, like I would have been like, crazy woman stuck in there. But I did, of course, I didn't drink then because I was already alcohol free. But this is the first like house house and like home. And I thought, how cool is that? This is the this is cool because all the other houses before that alcohol was consistently present. So I really wanted to celebrate that. I had this really cool red door on the house. That was cool. Everybody knew it as the red door house in the cul-de-sac. Also, I was so thankful and grateful for I had this amazing neighbor that moved in. He moved in about six months prior to this process, even before we even knew we were selling. And he ended up being just like the saving grace kind of thing. Like there were so many times he had he had put a fence in. So we didn't have a fenced in yard because our yard was huge and our dogs are super obedient, right? So he had this fence. I had to let him keep the dogs when people were showing or work being done. Like it was amazing. He was so, so helpful. So I was grateful for that. And here's another big one. In this home, my podcast was created. 
that's where all this started. And my coaching business started here. A lot of my beautiful deep dive inner work that I've done to release my emotions and process my feelings and like go through these seasons of freedom and and me just personally, the things that I have like uncovered and learned about myself and just become inside of that was so beautiful. The neighborhood itself was gorgeous to walk through. Trees, it's just, I'm really blessed y'all to live in South Carolina those of you who have or have not been here, but specifically that neighborhood, it was, it's very sought after. It's one of those older neighborhoods built in the 90s where everybody has at least a half an acre yard, which is a really big deal, right? Yeah, I know y'all know if you're like me, everywhere you turn right now, all these new builds are going up and it's like a point two, <laughs> if that, I don't know, these tiny little spots. So this is a huge established neighborhood So it's kind of one of those things where like, I'm open to even in the future, like if I end up back over there, like I really loved it that much. I loved walking. There was just enough flat, just enough hills. It was like um, all cul-de-sacs. And once you came in, you couldn't get out and just all that. And I'm not going to keep going on and going on about it, but I just wanted to share with you like, that's how this works. And so for me, highlighting all that brought such joy. Now for you, it may bring sadness, like especially if you were having to leave a place like this or leave a season like this, that was so much you're looking at and you're like, but I don't want to go. And I, you know, I wanted to stay. Then you, you're going to have to write another section or speak another section of all the things you're really, really sad about that is hurting you and grieving you. And I have some of those. I'm just choosing not to share with those those right now on this particular episode because there are some parts in here that I had to express some sadness around, right? And I just want to share that you can do it all. You can do it all. What I you can even if if it if it needs to be released, like what if you're leaving a season that you're just there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of hurt, then do it. Said I hate this about this house. I hated that this happened here, you know, whatever, but I'm going to release that and move forward. That's the key. This, you may listen, you may be listening to this and be like, well, it must be nice. I'm glad that she had this great experience and she's got all this gratitude for this house. Yes, I do. And there's a lot of sadness, but here's what I want to tell you. It doesn't matter what my story is. It's all about this process and it's teaching you that whenever you go through this kind of season, let it out. Don't stuff it down because that's what we're used to doing. You know it. You're doing it right now. You've done it in the past. We all are going to have moments where we're going to do that. There's many times I still stuff and then a week later I'm like, oh, I didn't deal with that thing that I was feeling. I'm going to need to get that out because it's either messing up my sleep, making me irritable, I've just learned now over time and over practice to be hyper, hyper aware of this kind of thing. So let it all out, however you need to let it out. And then I just want to share with you too, for us, the, you know, this joy that when I went to sell the house, I had really just kind of prayed over and I was like, all right, bring who needs to be here. Make this as smooth and simple as possible. And I believe that God did. And when we closed on the house, the, the guy who was there, he said, yeah, we did our walk through the day and my two little girls were cutting flips in the bonus room and dancing and they have a two and four year old. 
So I could just visualize my teenager's big bonus room, which she loved. And she's a little disappointed because now she's in a smaller space, right? But what joy. And so I just say, I bless this home. I pray that this family will thrive here, that joy will fill the rooms, and that they will have just a wonderful experience inside the home, outside of the home, and in the whole neighborhood. And it just felt really good to lean into that in celebration and detach. Because I loved it so much, because I love so many parts about it, it could have been more simple or what I would consciously think, well, I'm just going to be more upset and kind of hang on to that grip and not want to detach because I'm sad and I miss it and it was so great and all these things. But because I walked through this experience and I sat down with it, I was like, wow, look at all the great things and look at all the new, look at all the excitement, new things and all the things I've been able to do so far, right? So I hope this helps you whatever season that you're in, whatever seasons that you will come through. I want you to sit down and spend time and you could do the gratitude. You could do appreciation. You could do why I'm sad, why I'm hurt, what what parts of this makes me sad and let the emotions fully express themselves in order to heal and to appreciate that season and to move forward. So if there's anything you need from me, if you're ready to work and dive a little deeper and do some of this work, stop over drinking really begin to transform the life that you deserve and desire and that God has for you, email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Until next week, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.